This is Let Me Tell You. Now, here's Joan Hamburg. Hi, it's Joan Hamburg, and I am very happy to welcome you to our podcast, Let Me Tell You. And my pal, Tony Danza, has decided to emerge from his year of isolation. I'm telling you, Tony really did it. Locked up, never ate anywhere, didn't even do takeout food, cooked all by himself. And I love Tony. And because he decided to put a foot out the door, I grabbed that foot and he's going to visit us and tell us what he's up to and all the different things that changed his life and made it possible. Tony does a lot of good things in this town and I'm always happy to see him. So settle back and enjoy. Let me tell you is straight ahead. I always love checking in with my pal, the one and only actor, director, writer, song and dance man, you name it, Tony does it and has been doing it since he was a kid. Welcome to the one and only Tony Danza. I'm so happy you know, John, to talk to you. Uh, that's, you know, let me tell you, John, this you know, speaking to you over the years has been some of the greatest thrill. I mean, it really is. You're like an icon, an institution, and I always feel so honored to come and and talk to you. And you're always you're always so welcoming and so uh, supportive. But you know, just that was the greatest introduction. Even you, you surpassed yourself this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's so nice to hear your voice. It's it's good to be. I know. Uh, and I know. Listen, Tony. Tony doesn't need. Any introduction. Everyone knows Tony from Taxi, Who's the Boss, the Netflix, The Good Cop with Josh Groban, so many shows. I couldn't believe when I saw Tony on Broadway, like, Tony, you're absolutely a star with a capital S. And uh, you, you had such a good uh, time, know, honeymoon in Vegas. And you know, I never get tired of listening to you tell when you were a wrestler, a boxer, and how they found you in a gym. And that started your life in a different direction. A great New York story. You know, a, a gym is. on 8th Avenue and 30th Street. <laughs> Gleason's. <laughs> World famous Gleason's gym. Um, but, you know, Joan, it, I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm really interested in talking about my, uh, this venture that I'm trying to, uh, you know, we had a, uh, you know, a police officer was shot last night in Brooklyn. Um, he's going to be okay, thankfully. Uh, but this is the kind of uh, stuff that's going on in the city. Uh, you know, shootings were up 86%. I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news to no, people. No, it's true. But, uh, but, uh, and so uh, we at uh, the Police Athletic League, PAL, uh, the 100-year-old organization that I uh, first started being involved with when I was 12. when the, Right, the Police Athletic League. And when the cop on the beat strongly suggested that I should give it a try. Um, so I've been involved. And now, uh, you know, we started this teen acting program five years ago. We've had, you know, maybe a thousand or so ch- children in it. We've uh, we've got 27 kids in college. We we uh, we we uh, solicit from all five boroughs. It's free. The kids come. It's a magnificent thing. We started the Cops and Kids Chorus. Because really, Pal is at the nexus of one of the country's, you know, most enduring problems: the the relationship of young people and the police. And so, it's a, it's an opportunity because we're 
we're with the kids and with the police to try to uh, to you know bring them together. So with the cops and kids chorus, I'm telling you, Joan. If you saw them sing on 9/11 at, at City Field uh, and saw them interacting together, it, it was so thrilling. And now I have this. We're going to try. We're going to try the cops, New York City cops versus kids talent show. So we're going to put our students up against a bunch of cops, and, uh, and we got a team trophy. And I got the cast of Taxi is going to be the judges. Everybody is, uh, is doing it. I'm so excited. They're my dear friends. Um, and uh, and and it's just uh, you know it's it's some it's some kind of uh, first of all it gives the kids a chance. We don't have a because of the pandemic we didn't get a chance to do a show this year. And so, you know, the kids are chomping at the bit, champing at the bit or whatever the word is. Um, and then, you know, we just tried to involve the police department, uh, uh, you know, at a time when I think it'd be nice to see cops and kids working together. And, you know, you say that when you were a kid and you got involved in this and you had a strong support system, mom was in your corner. But this right. still made a huge difference in your life to have adults that really cared about you. That's all it is. It's adults that care about you, that are interested in your future. You know, you'd go to this ramshackle storefront on Fulton Street under the L, and there'd be a, there's an old pool table and a couple of ping pong tables. And uh, but there were these guys there. Hey, what are you doing? How's this? What's going on? What's with school? You know, and just you know, um, they took an interest. And that made you, you know, it's one of the things I do in my show, you know, I do, I, I finally realized that you, you can't be interesting until you're interested. So, so I'm, I'm serious about, you know, uh, I think the most important thing people, and the thing people most want to hear, uh, is, uh, is they want to be appreciated. They want to be, uh, you know, exactly. Yeah. They want to be loved and respected and have someone hmm. who listens. And, and, you I, and I think out. the kids, and I think now because of the, the unbelievable, uh, uh, well, let me just say, it's tough It's tough for kids to find a good role model or a different perspective. They only have one, you know, they're seeing the same things over and over again. And um, they learn from what they see. And so uh, this is a different perspective. And, you know, the old saying, right? Remember the saying from uh, the pal acting Pal acting, because when you teach a kid how to act, you teach a kid how to act. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Tony, by the way, because of all the things he has done, ended up teaching English in Philly. I think it was Northeast High School. And oh, yeah. he did a documentary called Teach. Yeah. And you said yourself, that was one of the hardest things you ever did. Well, you know, standing in front of an audience is hard. But lovely. <laughs> but standing in front of a, a, a classroom of about 30 <laughs> 10th graders, that's really tough. <laughs> and they're, they're dying to pick apart your, your lesson plan. Forget about your, your lines. Your lesson plan is uh, is at stake. And it's uh, no, but that, let me tell you, John, I'll, that is one of the greatest experiences of my life. I, uh, I still am involved with some of the kids to this day. I go back to that high school every year. I, I didn't go this year, of course, because of the pandemic. Again, right. in fact, they dedicated uh, they didn't dedicate the auditorium to me, but they dedicated the stage to me. How about that? I'd say that's pretty plaque. good. Oh, I got a plaque. Are you kidding? It's great. No, that's uh, that's been. Uh, but, you know, this is, again, the reason, you know, I did that is because I was interested in uh, in what was really going on in public education. Because the conventionalism is that nothing happens good in, in, in a public school. And I'm 
here to tell you that's not true. I mean, it's rough. It's there's hard. We're hard pressed for resources. Uh, uh, it's overcrowded. There's twenty in 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 one school. There were fifty seven languages spoken in the school. So think about trying to teach all these kids. So, you know, it's, it's a monumental task, and and yet millions and millions a year, millions of of. of uh, of miracles happen in schools every year because teachers are in there really trying. It's not easy. It's a tough job. And I, in fact, remember, I wrote the book. I wrote a book about it, and the title of the book is, and I, I know when I told the editor, my, the publisher, my title, he went, you can't, it's too long. And I said, that's how I feel. And the title is, I'd like to apologize to every teacher I ever had my year in Northeast High. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, you are a great example for a lot of these kids. And I know great experts constantly talk about how do you reach them? How do you make a difference? Is mentoring the answer? And you've done a lot. Well, it is the answer. It really is. It's just taking an interest. He's taking an interest. And then, you know, we also need, we need in this country to once again remember that what made us great was public education so that everybody got educated. We can't just educate some of our kids. We have to educate all of them, and we have to bite the bullet. Twelve years is not enough education for for uh, to make a good life for yourself anymore. No, I have today. I have two daughters. I have two daughters who went to the best schools and graduated top of their classes, and have struggled in this economy. Gosh, thank goodness they're doing better now. But have struggled, and it's much so. It's it's so not fair. You know, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be the country that is about mobility, about about upward mobility, and about success. Not to, now we're the we're a we're a country about a few guys' successes or a few people's successes. Excuse me, but we don't. The collective good, you know, e pluribus unum. Remember that out of many one. That was my mm-hmm. father. My father used to say that all the time. He used to say, but here's how he used to say it: e pluribus unum. Uh, he used to say, "We're all in this together, pal." <laughs> That's his, uh, that was his no, translation. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't apply too much anymore. And I, and the reason I think I know the reason. I think it seems pretty obvious. I mean, because people are struggling. You know, we were poor when I was a kid. And by the way, June, I just turned 70. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Um, How did that happen? Thank you, love. I feel, I mean, it's beyond me. But we weren't poor. I mean, we were poor. I'm a garbage man's son. I mean, you know. But we weren't destitute. We weren't desperate. And I think a lot of people are desperate. And that makes it tough. Because back then you could get a, a, a minimum wage job and at least, you know, survive. But you can't do that now. And it's amazing that we, you know, that, you know, that we tolerate this, that we tolerate just such extreme wealth, because I don't think we even understand what wealth is anymore. We we all think about wealth like the Rockefellers or Frank Sinatra, but that they, they were paupers. They this is like, you know, when companies are making 12 billion a quarter in revenue. I mean, think about that for a second. <laughs> it's just a quarter every three months, 12 billion. Eight billion, and then hardly paying any taxes. By the way, I don't even want to go there, but that's a whole other story. That's yeah, that's another story. Yeah, but it all but it all filters down to the kids. It all filters down to the kids. First of all, it filters down because they see if the people with the with the most power and the most money and the most uh, ability to 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 live the best don't play by the rules and don't 
really, you know, it, it's all, it's, you know, in sunny plur, it's, the new saying is, I got mine, where's yours? How, how come you ain't yeah. got yours? Then they, they, then they have to act like that, too. Everybody Tony, does. I'm talking to Tony Danza, and uh, Tony is doing, which he has been for years, he's, but this time he's doing a big event on May 20th. I would say it was big. I would say it's big. It's a virtual. It's a virtual event. May twentieth at seven o'clock, on uh, you know online. Uh, uh, if you go on the PAL uh, website, the PALNYC dot org, and uh, it'll give you all the information. It's a great cause. Uh, we've been trying to you know serve the kids in spite of not uh, being able to have them with us, and be, in spite of not being able to uh, in all. In all honesty, to raise any money, we haven't had any galas or, you know, there hasn't been any yeah, events. It's tough. And so uh, we're strapped. And so we want to ask people to uh, please uh, try and support the cause. And Tony, do you find that the kids have ambition? Well, like I said, you know, we have 27 or 28 kids in college now in, in, in SUNY. Uh, we just had a kid get accepted to Cornell. Um, the SUNY Purchase. Uh, Howard, uh, uh, Rutgers. I mean, so we've we've had, and we stay on top of them too, John, so that we we make sure they not only get in but they finish. Right, and we help them with, and then we help them with financing. You know, we help them with, uh, uh, you know, gain financing. I mean, so so many times we try to do all we can for that. But but these kids are so. When you see, when do you see the, uh, the the kids who you know the team of actors against the team of policemen? The, the, the team of actors are pretty good. They're going to surprise you. And every yeah, year when I'm we do a show, forward. you see you see the uh, the excitement and the uh, ambition that they they all have. All right, That's it's exciting. all exciting. And what else is going on in Tony Danzer's life? Well, let's see. I've been. I'm, I'm trying to weather the pandemic. Uh, I've been in New York in my apartment for two birthdays. It's really weird. Without you know, the other day, Joan, I was on Columbus Avenue. I ventured out. I got a haircut, and I because uh, I, I let my hair go. It was really sick. And by the way, the pandemic has had a devastating effect on my hair color. <laughs> anyway. The way you see it, it's hysterical. But anyway, I I ordered an omelet, and I realized when I started to eat it that it was the first food I had eaten in, in since March 14th of 2020 that I hadn't cooked for myself. Mm. I mean, this is how crazy it's been. I'm just and you been totally... still remembered how to chew. Yes, I still. Well, I could. I've been chewing. That's another problem. But that's not even. <laughs> I, I never forgot that chewing and drinking has, has been. Uh, I'm good at it now. Yeah, I'm very good at that now. Yeah, we've no, all but, developed uh, but I'm, I'm, that hand to mouth skill. You know what I did, Joan? Well, over the, over the time though, I did a couple of things. First of all, I finished a play I wrote. <laughs> that's I, good. I got it out, and I've been sending it around, and it's called The Characters, a family dramedy. So I wrote a play, and then I tried to take piano lessons. And it's one of the hardest things I've ever encountered. I wish I would have started earlier. I love it so much. But I've actually made some gains. I can actually sit down with a fake book and, and play a song. Uh, not so much in tempo uh, at times, but, uh, but, but at least, you know, I'm, I'm coming out of this thing with a little bit more than... You know, 20 pounds, 10 pounds and gray hair. You know what I mean? 
No, it sounds great. And did you have family with you, or were you by yourself? No, I've been a, I've been alone. Uh, my family's all in California. Tough. It's been yeah, it's been kind of. Uh, it's been kind of. But my daughters are great. coming for Father's Day. My daughters are coming for Father's Day. All right, so I'm, I'm excited happy. about that. Yeah, and I all think right. by then. Yeah, maybe my 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 guard will drop down, and I'll be willing to uh, venture out and go get on a plane or something. That seems I don't know. It just seems you know. I heard a I heard a doctor Ozdahl say something. He said, "Okay, so now you got vaccinated, and you got the fire protection suit." He says, "But <laughs> do you really want to jump into the fire because you got the suit?" <laughs> You know, it's true. That we made sense to, to me, you know. <laughs> like learning a new language. How do yeah. we have dinner with people, talk to people? I still I feel know. very insecure. I will not go inside of a restaurant. No, I can't. And I can't do it. I can't it's do it. Like and you know what psychologically else? a little messed up. Right. And I'm, it, it certainly isn't going to have an effect. It certainly. I mean, and I, I really like, feel like my introvert muscle is really strong and my extrovert muscles like flabby and, <laughs> and atrophied, you know. <laughs> so I got to little by little. I think you just have to venture, venture out. The only problem is, is they refuse to say, OK, all right, you may get it. But, you know, it's. It's still this this thing, and every every time you hear them say, "Oh, things are so much," we're turning turning the corner. We're doing this, we're doing... but then they always say, "But." I know. But. Well, how about I, the Yankees, where seven members of oh the Yankees organization came down with COVID, and they were all vaccinated? So that was like, so guys, what's the story here? How could that be? That's what's crazy. Know. They're all vaccinated. I just don't understand this. And so this and is what I'm why. saying. So then how do you, you know, I have a doctor say to me, I never thought you were someone who would be, you know, against a calculated risk. I said, the problem is, is you can't calculate this risk. If I could calculate it, then I could probably deal with it. No, but I don't but that, know. But you're not alone. We're all like that. What do we believe no wonder stepping outside feels like we're on the moon, unknown territory. And by the way, could the weather be taunting us anymore? <laughs> it is so beautiful in New York. Oh, my God. It is. It it's is. beautiful. But it's I'm going to be optimistic and hope better things for all of us. And a real treat Joan, to, talk to Tony Danzer, who's doing good work no matter what. Thank you, uh, Joan. Tony, it's, such my a dear. it's such a pleasure to talk to you, and I appreciate it. And I meant what I said, Joan. These times when I get to talk to you are some of the some of the highlights of my whole uh, my whole life. Really, I thank appreciate you, Tony, it. and enjoy your day. All right, take Say good care, everyone. Take good care, Joan. Thank you. We'll, bye, bye, Tony. We'll talk again, Tony Danza. Please, doing Joan. a big deal. New York PD, the cops versus the city pal kids, a virtual talent show on May 20th. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to our original podcast, Let Me Tell You.